up? Yo. It's us again, Hollow Cult. We're back in the building. Which means it's Wednesday. Hump day, if you will. It is Wednesday. And we are halfway through the week. The worst half is over. All downhill from here. You say that, but it's always still long. Yeah, that's true. And there's always a next week. Isn't that the truth? That is the truth. It's true. It's the perks of working outside. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everybody. We're happy you're here. We're happy to be here. Excited for another fun-filled hour and then some with you all here in the chat and everybody watching and not chatting that should be chatting oh what do we got going on kyle not a lot um i don't want to give out and this is more business related but homie from texas billy if you hear this respond to my email I need to clarify some things so I can send your product to you. (laughs) Sounds very extracurricular activity kind of deal. It's on the up and up. (laughs) On the up and up. It is. We don't do anything illegal. (laughs) No. Nothing that the CIA needs to know about. Well, they already know everything. That's true. uh, Yeah, there's no getting around that. Bigfoot works for the CIA. Jesus. Damn. Jeebus. Old J- Brother John coming in hot. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Starting the night off properly. With a bang. Um, we haven't heard from our old friend, uh, Agent John Smith. On yeah. Egress or the cons elite so that was probably a dud i guess he's waiting for us to go to mississippi or something which that's yeah. stupid well he probably got embarrassed by the onslaught that has taken place i don't know you know where to find me come get it or they were 100 percent legit and they're like these guys are so dumb that also we're, we're done dealing with them there's about a 70 30 chance here that's 100 percent what's happening Seventy yeah, percent chance that it's a hundred percent chance of what's happening. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't see how that isn't right no. at all. No. I. Uh, hmm. Any weird I, things in the news of late? Um, I did. I did hear a couple of interesting things that we should probably talk about. Okay, right? let's go. First off, I can't remember who said it or what interview I watched because that's how good I am at being uh, an, a passer honor of information. Okay. A pseudo journalist, if you will. So I don't know who to give credit to this thought. But anyway, they were talking about disclosure, right? And what disclosure means and why they're dragging their feet. And um, all of that. The point, this guy had uh, some interactions with some big names 
in the UFO world, right? And he said, disclosure is not going to be what we think disclosure is going to be. Like that they're going to come out and they're going to say, hey, these are aliens from another planet. Because if you think about it, them not disclosing that to us out of fear of how the public would react is kind of kind of non-existent at this point. Like they told us UFOs are real and there wasn't a big outcry. There wasn't a whole big revolution in thinking or anything. We just kind of were like, yeah, that tracks. Right. But what this, this guy is pushing, what he's hearing through the grapevine <clears throat> of all these names that have the N and N on whatever these entities are, he's saying that it's way beyond them being aliens. He says that the the running theory right now is that they are future humans with time travel ability. He says, if you look at the timeline, when did they start showing up heavy? After we started detonating nuclear bombs. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like they are coming back to warn us, hey, the path you're on is not going to be good because we've been there. And it does not end well, which also leads credence to them, uh, the ships and whatnot being sighted around nuclear bases, nuclear silos, leads credence to uh, the stories that they can interact with launch sequences, shut down launch sequences. And according to this guy in this interview, that is the, the running leading theory as to what these these entities and these people that they're humans I don't know if they're a thousand years in the future ten thousand years a million years but they're coming back basically telling us you have the power to destroy yourselves and if you keep going this route it's going to happen I have some very interesting thoughts about that. Good. That's what I was I, hoping. I would, I would I like to really. I would like to know more about said person because I'm I don't really want to bust some shots at him, you know, but uh because I don't know anything about him. But I'll try to find the interview snippet. I think it was on Twitter. So right take off, that with a grain of salt. Yeah, right off the rip. Thanks, Maynard, and thanks, Lisa. We appreciate you a lot. Um, right off the rip, depending on when this, this individual came out, I instantly by my gut want to call bullshit because there's been one motherfucker throwing that theory out for quite some time who is legitimately the biggest podcast on the planet, Mr. Joe Rogan. Joe has theorized that several times. And he's, he's, he's even, you know, brought up the fact that if you look at Gray's, you know, if you get, as you get more and more technologically advanced, your need for physical strength will go down inevitably, you know, because we essentially we get lazier and lazier throughout time. And 
you'll get smarter and smarter, which could be why the head gets bigger and bigger, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, another thing, if, if okay, you know, you, you take that, what I just said, throw it out the window. Why would humans in the future look like that? If, if we're, if we're talking about the grays per se, or why there, why would there be different uh, races, so to speak, of aliens at that point? Did we just branch off in some weird evolutionary thing where some of us look like giant praying mantises and some of us <laughs> are little bitty gray things? And and then you have the, God, I, I mean, all the different ones, you know, the Nordics, all that stuff, where some of us go backwards and we look like Vikings. And, you know, it, it's... There's a, I feel like there's a lot to punch in that. And then yeah. on top of that, it, well, what if, like in the Collins Elite, what if whatever this is is manipulating the insiders? You know, oh, we're just humans from the blah, blah, blah. Don't advance your, don't advance your weaponry. You know, don't do this. Don't do that. That way, in 30 years when the alien invasion happens, we can just truck you. Yep. And I, I do want to be clear. It's not, it wasn't his theory. It was information that he was gathering from all all these big minds in gotcha. the UFO world gotcha. as to why dis- disclosure hasn't happened, as to why it might not ever happen. And if it were to come out, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm with you. Like, how would we ever know? Yeah, there's a ton of there's a ton of different ways to punch into that, you know, to, to break it apart. <clears throat> and you I mean, as you learn wading through all this stuff you can't i mean you you can't trust a lot of people in the in these communities you know because to be fair joe rogan could have gotten that idea from stephen greer or somebody in that field because joe does read that stuff he does find it interesting so he might or he might have taken uh bits and pieces from this guy and this guy and combined it and form you know that's what we all do and i'm but then there's a possibility mr joe rogan has far more insiders than you know what i mean like he does talk to everybody that's what i'm saying and i i just feel like at this point for me when when you said disclosure is infinitely different than what we would picture i instantly was like well interdimensional because i don't i don't think i think people would be able to more easily wrap their brains around interplanetary even even galaxies fucking billions of light years away they would still find that more acceptable than something coming from another dimension i don't think people like i don't i don't think that really sinks into many people's brains you know like the the actual what it actually means for there to be another dimension yeah yeah, it's, it's even hard for like us to wrap our brains around at times to think that here you have us here, but you also have us over here. And there there could be mass differences. There could be just infinite one, one itty bitty difference. What do you think would be more easier, easily consumed by us, Johnny, Johnny Q public here? that they are from space and yeah brother they're from space different galaxies 
aliens, if you will, what we think of aliens, or if they're interdimensional beings, or they're future humans coming back to warn us that we're on a path to destroy ourselves. I still think the interplanetary one will be easier to consume. Then, yeah. Because even like t- so time travel in itself, I, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like at this point in our, in our existence, the next step for humanity for the next step for humanity is, is space travel to try to conquer space. I feel like that is something that will probably be more heavily focused on in the near future. And it's, and, and it's something we've already accomplished, right? Cause how many times have we heard time traveler situations, you know, not, not just with our dupe, but you've done, I know you've done at least one episode on a time traveler. Right. And Oh, I did one too, which yeah. apparently was fake, but a lot of people still go hard on that. Right. But regardless, I feel like that's still hard to wrap your brain around because that's taking you, your everything that you are, and you're able to figure out how to transport it through time, whether it's forward or backwards, even if it was 30 seconds. Yeah. You'd have to dismantle what we know about space time. Exactly. And, be and like, that, All right. that would break a lot of people's brains. That's And that's why a lot of people would, I think a lot of people would call bullshit on time travel before they would call bullshit on something out there being able to, because look at it this way, you could literally have an advanced civilization out there. Let's, let's go down this road that grays are nothing more than like a, what would you call that? Like biological mechanical entities. They're just basically drones that some civilization has made autonomous and they're able to send them out into space to basically be a research satellite. If, if the government came out and said that this is what was, this is what the grays are. This is what quote unquote aliens are. They're nothing more than biomechanical uh, drones essentially I think people would be like well, I mean it kind of makes sense I, yes given it'd still be a lot to take in but I feel like that would still be more acceptable than being like hey guess what we figured out time travel because yeah. the thing the thing with time travel to the gen pop how do you prove it how do you prove time travel because essentially <laughs> you can't in a roundabout way, it'd almost be hard to do because everybody's going to call bullshit, right? You can't, you can't dispute. I mean, I guess you could, you could say the government's involved in it. I mean, but it'd be a lot harder to dispute a goddamn armada coming through the sky independence day style. than somebody being like, now watch this. I'll go back in time and bring back a velociraptor. Okay. That might prove it. I would take it to work. Yeah. I would, I think I would buy that one. A whole fleet. I didn't think about bringing something back. Of T-Rexes to my I, I thought about maybe like influencing something to where it would change the writing on the chalkboard in front of you and then being like, well, I mean, yeah, okay, and then, so you're now you're a magician. Cool. And like quantum theory, whenever whenever something like that happens, it changes the whole timeline. So we would never know anyway. Right. Exactly. Because our existence would be the existence that ended up with the other message on the chalkboard. Exactly. Exactly. So 
it'd be far more difficult to prove that aside from like you said bringing something back definitely a dinosaur yeah that would be a good one 100 percent. that would be a good one that would be kind of hard to be like no 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 this isn't real where the fuck did you get that yeah (laughs) Mm. Mm. yeah i just i don't know i i feel like i just i feel i feel like interplanetary travel is and i feel like we've we've been programmed to accept that yeah yeah, especially lately with disclosure with all the ufos with this that and the other like when when we hear disclosure we think of aliens we Absolutely. think of something from another planet, something from Absolutely. another galaxy. You don't think time travelers. You don't no. think interdimensional shit. You think ET, ET phone home, little Absolutely. little gray guys, little green guys, in. Yep. yep. It makes I don't know, man. You think I mean, we've, just, we've traveled to the moon? We've had Elon talk about uh, colonizing Mars, all that stuff. We've had a ton of different. I guess media outlets focus on space. You'd think that what's up, strange road guys. Uh, Also paranormal trucker kicking in here. What up? Um, You'd think they just come out with it though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What else is after you said they're like, after you come out and say, Hey, these, these vehicles that we have on camera from, reputable sources such as the military are not from this planet well they gotta be from a fucking another planet right they're not from this one they gotta be coming right. from somewhere so you'd think they just just roll with it unless it's a spoof to play off their new tech their new toys so that would be that would be a way to downplay your yeah, new tech i don't it just if all the things that have been released are military. The military would put a lid on that so fast. You'd think so, yeah. Testing the waters, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know that we'll ever get real disclosure. Probably honestly, not. not to, I, don't I, know, I don't even know what the fuck that means. If I'm thinking about it, yeah. Not what to. I don't. I don't. I don't think we'll ever get to the, the degree where we're happy. You know, because throughout the walk in paranormal, you you get a form of disclosure but it's all subjective disclosure and jojo's on it here when they do disclose it why the fuck do we start believing them now yes oh 100 percent absolutely yeah it's and as as you've learned it's it's smoke and mirrors i mean it's it's all smoke and mirrors and i and i i think for our next patreon episode for those of you that are patrons you'll hear a whole lot of that shit because i do want to bring back up agenda 2030 and just really fucking hammer home in some of that stuff because it's the the world's not what it's supposed to be at this point in our lives not even close and they've even they've even given quote-unquote disclosure and like me and steve talked about a hundred times Nobody gave a shit. Nobody cared that they had all four vehicles. Didn't, no, do you think it was a coincidence? Didn't do anything. You think it was a coincidence that they decided to, to disclose it in the middle of a goddamn pandemic when everybody's lives were turned upside down? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, we know everybody's struggling. People are dying. People are losing their jobs. People can't afford to eat. But, hey, UFOs are real. Yeah. Don't worry about it. 
and everybody just zoomed right past that one. Yeah. Didn't care at all. Yeah. Grim Creeper, you you are you are right. It's all a need to know basis. And they they do. They come those out those agencies they they tend to compartmentalize themselves. You know, you, you hear that from uh, Bob Bazaar, and then you hear uh in some secret societies that's also how they're structured. They will have rings within rings within rings that these people they don't all know the mass lump of information because that poses a, a security risk essentially. And and they constantly butt heads. Look at the finders cult. You have the CIA and the FBI consistently at each other's throat over what the hell they need to do right. with whatever kind of trafficking shit was going on with that. Yeah, man. It, I don't know, man. That's a good. That was a good question, though. I really dig it. Dig the yeah. thought process, and I hope. I, I don't. I, don't, I still kind of hope that we get our own form of proof, one way or the other. <laughs> That'd be dope. Because, like I said, the the more we get into this, more the more brazen I'm getting, and the more I'm just like, whatever. We're here for it. That's what I'm you saying. Just bring the pain, baby. That's what I'm saying. I'm all, I'm all about hearing people's experiences and them finding their own truth. And uh, that's I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that for myself. Oh man, and I would love to. I hope, I hope one day we get the opportunity to sit down with a fucking CIA informant or or something <laughs> to that degree. Sick. Wouldn't it be fucking awesome? Like CIA informants, uh, native elders sharing their lore. All that type of shit. That'd be freaking awesome. awesome. Oh, yeah. Somebody sent me some wild shit that was over China not too long ago. Crazy looking. Then you had the cities over top of China that time. Oh. I had another little interesting tidbit. It's still on the on the subject of aliens. But it's interesting, and um, I listened to this YouTuber, uh, The Maverick Files. Go check him out. He does, like, internet mysteries, like Reddit mysteries, 4chan mysteries, and shit like that. Definitely go check him out if you're into that kind of thing. But I was listening to this big compilation, and this one popped up, uh, 4chan alien. So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Uh, For anybody that doesn't know what 4chan is, it's basically an anonymous... uh, forum posting board where you can go in there and post kind of whatever the fuck you want and it's not really tied to you you're not given a username you don't have to sign up you're just given a number right and as you post the number changes anyway so uh there's all kinds of different boards you can post in there's a paranormal board this that and the other in 2017 a picture was posted to the paranormal paranormal board and it started out with just this was in the text block it said 24489 taken approximately 24 miles northwest of luke air force base phoenix arizona lab h4c and apparently the picture was that of a reptilian 
in the middle of the desert. Before anybody could like single singled out the poster. I know it's anonymous, but you can track people down. So before that happened, the entire site of 4chan went down as soon as it was posted within minutes. The whole board comes back up. Now, keep in mind, 4chan is pretty synonymous with being anonymous. People post all kinds of fucked up shit on there all the time. This was one of the only times that the entire thing had went down. When it came back up, not only was the picture gone, but the entire board, entire thread that was posted in had been deleted. So even evidence of the photo was gone. There were people that um, had seen the photo that were actually in the in the paranormal board as it went on, and they had talked about it. Uh, this was one of the descriptions shared on 4chan about the contents of the original photo. It said the alien's head was seen from the left side, and it was looking to the left in the picture slightly at the camera, almost diagonally. I did see the alien, yellow scales, black eyes with small pursed lips. I thought it was just a shill thread, so I didn't open it. Uh, the alien looked like it had scales all over its body, and it was dark in color. Its eyes looked like dried-up prunes, had human-like features, but much smaller in comparison to its head. They also said that the photo was super high quality. So after that happened, of course, the way 4chan does, people started posting pictures of the alien, what they thought was the alien. People would call it fake. Then other people would say it's real. Then they would call it fake and post other pictures of aliens. But apparently it just kind of grew into its own thing. It went, it went to all the other boards on 4chan, went to the political board. It went, it went here, it went there. And occasionally someone did screen cap the picture. Whenever the, whenever the OG picture were to go up, the threads would get deleted almost immediately. And ever since then, it's never made its way back up. So somebody out there screen grabbed it and has it somewhere yeah but if they want to post it anonymously is like 4chan's the place to do it and well they, just send it to us yeah I'll for real it on my Instagram. which i mean uh maverick came to two conclusions one is that somebody posted a legitimate photo that they were not supposed to post and they were almost strong-armed to take the entire site down and scrub that picture from it and do so every time it pops back up, which is insanity to me, considering it's fortunate. People post pictures of goddamn dead bodies on there and all kinds of shit. Like there was, there was, they were hunting serial killers on there and shit. Or it's just some troll trolling people to the point to where they have all of the admins and shit on 4chan in with them so every time it gets posted and reposted they all pull it down and scrub the site which i don't think is a legitimate answer you wouldn't think so i mean i I guess i guess you never really know but uh birdie i think 4chan's still up i could be wrong though i don't hang out on there yeah I, i don't really spend any time over there myself <clears throat> how would how would he have, how would this person have gotten the picture? Was it 
I I assume it would be an insider trying to dump information. You would think so, maybe. I don't know. The fact that it's like to know that the odds are you're going to get caught. There's no such thing as anonymous. Even like it being near an Air Force base that narrows you down. Yeah. You know, especially if it's an an entity from the Air Force base, like there's only going to be so many hundred people on that Air Force base. You're going to get found. That would be awesome to see that picture. Yeah. Yeah. If you go over to Maverick Files, he posted like this huge, like hour and a half conglomeration of weird 4chan shit. Uh, it's like the third or fourth uh, little article he he did. It's it's I pretty much covered all the information, but it's it's weird. Isn't fortune just a psyop? Probably. Oh, most likely. I wouldn't be surprised if not. Everybody on there gets uh gets monitored heavily. Yeah. It's it's weird. But I thought it was interesting that the that as soon as it was posted, within minutes, the whole site comes down. Not only is the picture scrubbed, but also the entire thread. That is weird. Man, I, I wish we got flooded with a bunch of awesome fucking pictures. That the CIA will shut us down over? I'm okay with that. Yeah, fuck them. Because that would just do nothing more than prove to me that we had something legit. True. True. It would be awesome. Plus, it would be cool to start like an evidence page on on the website where we can post people's pictures and shit. We got some stuff. We can start some. Yeah, we got a couple pictures. Yeah, we got some Bigfoot stuff. I got Bigfoot tracks people send. That's a good, I like, that's a good good thing. Yeah, I think it would, I think it would be fun. I've been thinking about it. It would be fun to have like a little evidence page where people can send in their pictures and we can post them on there. Yeah, it would also kind of inspire people to send us their stuff. That's true, too. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Definitely go check them out. Maverick Files, pretty good size page. But if you're into internet mysteries and weird 4chan shit and weird Reddit shit, he he hammers on that pretty hard. It's not all paranormal. Some of it's like uh, true crime and stuff. Just anything weird that pops up on those. Uh forums he's he's on top of i like it it would, it would probably would be fun to to listen to yeah it's especially crazy. if there's more of those types of things yep there was there was uh another one that was uh it was essentially like almost felt like a skinwalker story but not totally it was weird whatever these creatures were they were like beyond the realm of any cryptids that i'm familiar with they the person said like they were the him their family would always go out to a cabin right on the border of like canada not quite in canada but just in the northern u.s and they'd stay in this cabin in the woods and a whole bunch of shit went down but he was eight years old and he repressed these memories just this whole 12 hours of their last camping trip well ever since then they never went back after what happened and the father would tell him there was a fire at the cabin it burnt down there's nothing to go back to yada 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 anyway he goes in for uh regression and 
comes out that it was some strange shit went down. Really? Whatever these creatures are was weird. They mimic where, voices. Did it, did it say where they were at? Uh, not, or, not a specific yeah, state. Right. But uh, said it, there were two of them. They mimicked voices. Uh, said they had human heads. They were taller than taller than regular people. They had human heads, but they had really thin, gaunt faces. Uh, he said their mouths, the way he remembered, were like a shark's mouth. Whereas there were their teeth were pointy. He said they were just pure white, like pearly white. And there were multiple rows. He remembers like when the thing looked at him and opened its mouth, were just rows upon rows of teeth. He also Gross. said the thing that stood out was if they looked you in the eye, you they would essentially paralyze you with with these horrible thoughts. He didn't even go into the things that he he saw when he was caught in the gaze of this thing. He said, but once they locked eyes with you, you were paralyzed. They didn't have to keep their gaze on you, but once they locked on you, you were done until someone snapped you out of it. He said that's how that's how he thought that they overcame people he said their hands uh were not like they were not humanoid in shape they just came down into like these weird long claws like talons and he said that while most of the time they they held a humanoid-esque shape but when they moved into the cabin they crawled through a broken window and he said when they moved over the precipice of the broken window their heads stayed solid humanoid, but their body turned into like smoke moving in and out. And then they would re-manifest when it came in. So it was, I was trying to pinpoint, like figure out what the fuck these things were. It's, it sounds like something from the bowels of hell. Yeah. But apparently his parents were both uh, state police officers and uh, apparently they shot and hurt one or shot and killed one no shit. as they were on their way out. But he thinks that the dad went back and burnt the cabin down because when he, he went out there as he got older, just to try to figure out like what is going on with this missing time, because he had started asking about it a couple years after it happened, like when he was 10 and the dad just told him there was a fire, the cabin burned down, but he overheard him talking with the mother that, you know, Hey, little Johnny's asking questions. You know, we all need to be on the same page as, as to what we're telling him. <clears throat> But he said ever since then, he had an innate fear of the woods. He had an innate fear of the dark. He didn't want to be a, alone by himself. Well, yeah, I can't blame him. Not with that type of nonsense going on. Yeah. It was the ending was oh, the ending was sad because the dude's like, I now that I know. Or at least what I think I know, he's like, I wish I would have never said i wish i would have just stayed oblivious to it so i wish i would have just left those 12 hours completely out of my life i could see that i could see that i don't think i don't think a lot of people are I mean, especially if something happened to you like if, if physically if it happened to you i don't know that many people would want to relive that type of shit nah Nah, especially once you do, once you got into it, and those memories started coming back, and you started seeing these things, I'd be done. I'd be like, nope, yeah. I'm good. Because it it would make you question: Did he suppress them himself, or did he have them suppressed? Did those yeah. things suppress it? 
and then if it if they do suppress it why are they suppressing it yeah i guess that would just mean i don't know there's so many implications to that because it would mean that they're intelligent enough to at the bare minimum not want word to get out it's also weird to think of it in that aspect that he didn't remember enough to recall the creatures but he did they did if if that were the case that they were blocking it out he did remember enough to go back from his curiosity yeah almost like they were luring him back in there that sucks man he said that they would almost like the way they would communicate they would laugh but it was like humans laughing but it wasn't like humans laughing it was just different enough to where you know something wasn't right that makes you terrified to go out in the woods yeah I mean I'd be scared shitless anyways if I was out there and I started hearing people laughing and shit yeah he said once he went into regression therapy he uh he was eight So him and his little sister had went out there, or his older sister, I can't remember, had went out there the day before and built a snow fort because it was in the winter. So he got up while everybody was asleep early in the morning, and he was going to go out there and make a bunch of snowballs. So when they went back out after breakfast, he would have his arsenal ready to hammer his little sister with. He said as he was out there, he started, he said he smelled uh, rotten flesh as well, like a bad, rotten, rottening stink. And he heard the snow crunching. So essentially he thought it was... His sister, I mean, granted, that wouldn't explain the rotting flesh smell, but the crunching was his sister walking up. He said, then he started hearing the laughing. He said, at first it sounded like a person. He's like, but it was different enough for me to know it wasn't a person. I don't like it at all. No, that's. That'd be so fucking terrifying. Absolutely terrifying, especially to be that age. Come on. Yeah, I don't know, man. And that, but I do love these stories because they're one-offs. Like you don't hear many of this type of shit. Yeah, there, there was another gnarly one about a military base in Afghanistan that was nuts. It had like essentially had a cleaner team come in after whatever went down went down. That's awesome. Like full-on cleaner team, like records and files and everything just that's awesome but it's an interesting listen yeah i love those stories but yeah maverick files go over there if you're into youtube check it out i just listened to it on my way to work so it was pretty cool i love it i love it well piss i guess it's time sounds like the parents knew what they were why would they burn the cabin down yeah, un- unless it was to keep keep them from going back, I guess. Yeah, that'd be. Or it also provides a narrative to hold truth to what they told him. Yeah. I would agree with that. Oh shit! <laughs> See what? That's probably not good. No, that's disgusting. You you hear that a lot with a lot of different things out there. Well, Holocult, 
You want us to open up the phone line? See what see what kind of weirdness you guys got going on. Hopefully, we got, we got, we got a little minute, a little minute before we hang it up. Uh, just keep in mind, uh, try to keep uh, the phone lines rolling when we're chit chatting. Yeah, as best we can. Say as best we can. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely would like to see some weird shit. So here comes one. Yellow. Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Something happened and it swapped my... So what happened is it swapped my input over to my MacBook. That's what happened. Nice. Although... For me, everything was still going through the mixer. Like that's why I didn't I didn't understand why everybody was like, Hey, turn up the caller, turn up the caller. I had the thing maxed out. I'm like, it should be blowing everybody's eardrums out because it's blowing my eardrums out. Yeah, because you were coming through the mic hot. I don't I don't understand what happened why I did that. Yeah, uh, because I was I was struggling to hear him. I was trying to keep it going. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Because for me, everything came through perfect. I'm going to blame the Air Force. Didn't I don't want know, that dude. story coming out. Very weird. Very weird. So I apologize for not being able to interact with you, caller, because I was trying to figure that out so it wasn't garbage. I was trying to listen, but it was difficult. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Hello. All oh, right. Well, that was a good two, one. Two for way two. to way to tee off there. That's what we get for just talking the whole time last week. But back to original caller real quick. <clears throat> Super bizarre story. I, I probably heard it better than anybody because apparently it was coming through my shit. Perfect. But uh you know, he had the seven hours of missing time. But the first time he called in, why'd he call in? The very first time he called. Do you remember? Yeah, because he was going to shoot Bigfoot. Well, that was the that was the runner-up story. Yeah, he saw the UFO. But he, he didn't the have UFO. the missing time. It was a different <clears throat> flight crew. I realized that, but it's, they're, they're flying in the same, same general area. Yeah, that's true, too. And then didn't, and like you said, there's an Air Force base nearby. Yeah, and everything checked out. Like, if they were in the air, if that machine was running, it would have ran out of fuel right? hours before they touched back down. And none of them, none of them could, like, even remember the missing time. It's so weird. And, and the fact that it's that amount of missing time. It's not 10 minutes. That's way worse. You're talking hours. And then you had, like, it was so bad that you had search and rescue and state troopers and everybody out looking for you. Yeah, you would, and I mean, essentially the machine would have to be shut down. It would either have to be yeah. on the ground, landed, or on something else landed. Right. Encounters like that just blow my mind. Can you imagine if you were part of the crew and you land? No. No you land 
and they they're like where the fuck have you been for the last five hours yeah no. and you're like i don't know i didn't have enough fuel yeah. to be gone for five hours yeah we haven't been gone for five hours we flew you guys back yeah you guys are supposed to be keeping track of where the fuck i am what do you mean where have i been right i don't know man that would be that'd be a terrifying experience to be a part of that crew and then the fact like none of it like you said none of it adds up it they're all suspended with leave or with pay i mean i don't don't know i don't know yeah i didn't think about that virgil coming in spitting some truth what if it was a portal maybe maybe that would be fucked up but the thing is they don't remember it hey hollow cult the weather's getting nice and you know what that means it's cryptid hunting season and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear that's why we're excited to announce our partnership with tacovis boots when you're out hunting the dog man or stalking chupacabra you don't have time to break in boots That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. But we also don't I mean we also don't know the the ins and outs of portals either, so Yeah. You think they would have some t- type of memory, but maybe not. Time travel. Some wormhole shit. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know, but it would definitely scare the shit out of me. Yeah, 
and that's Grim's right. That would that would be terrible. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'd be absolutely, absolutely terrible. That not that be the only thing like like there's no other evidence of it outside of the fact that you were gone. Right. I don't know. That would be terrifying. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with I'm with dude though. I I'm not trying to get taken because I'd be in the same boat as him. That there's some fuck fuck going on with aliens. Yeah, and and everything that you've ever you've ever put forth is at risk. Your job, like you're obviously a trained pilot to be able to do that. Like yeah. you're putting that all at risk just to just to fuck off and do some dumb shit. Like that's not, yeah, no, that's not very plausible. No. Nope. <laughs> All right, I I can fuck with this. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. Oh, pop my doppelganger in when I clock in. Hello, welcome to the night shift. Okay, what's, go, what's going on, dude from Utah? I was just talking about UFOs. Struck up some memories, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh. So back in like 2003, 2004, I was taking my boss to the airport uh, on I-15, headed, well, taking him to get his ride to the airport, regardless. On I-15 next to uh, the Provo Town Center Mall, we were looking up in the sky, and uh, I I thought it was when they were doing construction. There was this big, like oval light we thought it was just like the sky you know like they put so aircraft don't run into anything you know what i mean and uh <laughs> i'm like is that why would they put the crane with the light just hanging over the freeway like that he's like that's ah, not a crane they wouldn't do that he's like it's a helicopter i'm like fucking bullshit man <laughs> not that low you know what i mean oh yeah and uh Regardless, he's and he's driving, and I was gonna take his truck back to work, and uh, he starts. He's not even looking at the road anymore, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" I was like, "Watch the road." Regardless, he's like, uh, <laughs> "He's like, should I pull over?" I'm like, "Fucking pull over, man." Anyway, there's a there's a big old uh, off ramp. It goes all the way around, and there's a bridge that goes to how low this light was. Like, I'm telling you, this light was as low as like, uh, oh shit, I forgot. Before that, all that happened, um, we were looking at it and the light was was flashing like in sequences. I don't even know how to explain this, but regardless, it had like square, different kind of lights on it. And it had a weird, cool pattern. And I was like, did you see that shit? He's like, yeah. And then we agreed. We're fucking pulling over. We get off the off-ramp, and there's a bridge over that goes right over I-15. And we get we pull off. We get out of the truck. And it's just cruising like, oh, my God. I don't know, like less than 10 miles per hour heading north on I-15. And if I if I were to have picked up a rock, I could have thrown it and hit this fucking thing, man. And the craziest thing about it is it was changing shapes and it was like a gunmetal black. 
and it was in like I out of this world. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what shape it was because it kept changing shapes. <laughs> and uh, long story short, that was the long and the short of it. That's how crazy it was. It once once it, it noticed we were watching it, it went higher in the sky and went a little further north, and we kept heading south so I could drop them off. And uh, it came back to that same spot after we left. After we left, so pretty, pretty fucking wild, man. <laughs> I mean, I saw it from. I'm, I'm telling you, I saw it from less than at first, and I could have, I could have threw a rock at it. That is so weird. And the fact Hell that yeah. it I changes mean, shapes and and it was that close. I don't. I don't know what to. What I would think. I well, all I know is, I mean, I've seen tons of weird stuff, but that's just probably the craziest one that I've seen it with someone else, and they and they can recall the same situation. Oh yeah, and that's what made it pretty. That's what stood out to me because I was like, eh, yeah, a lot of weird shits happened to me in my life, but I never, I never really got to share it with somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it it takes it to a different level of like legitimacy when there's multiple witnesses. And the part that really stand. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go go for it. No, I I was just gonna say the part that kind of weird gives me the skeeves. It weirds me out. Is the pattern of the lights that it flashed at me, or I, at us? Because I, I can recall, I can recall that, but my my boss can't. That's weird. So I don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. If it, if it's supposed to mean anything. Anyway, thought I'd share that with you guys. I don't know if you want to, if you want to ask, that's the story. I don't know if you want to ask anything because fuck, I don't know anything else about it. <laughs> I, I was just going to go with the, the, the go-to. Did you experience any missing time? Missing time. I, so the only thing I can correlate that with is I don't remember missing any time, but the weird part was my boss did not remember those lights. So did he have missing time? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is weird. I've dug into some cases. Because when I dropped him off, so when I dropped him off to 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 go with the rest of his ride to the airport, we were we were in hysterics, man. And everyone's like, "What the fuck happened at the house?" You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, we told them, and they was like, "Oh, big deal." We're like, "What? Big fucking deal?" (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, uh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Because I've they were just strange. I've dug into some cases where they attribute essentially the light patterns to some form of hypnosis, which will end up in, in missing time. Well, as far as I can recall, I'm not, I mean, my butthole didn't hurt later that night. So (laughs) (laughs) no probe guarantee. No, no probe, no lube, buddy. I'm good. Uh, no, it's just, it's just weird. I've, I've seen more, more than that the first one i've seen was was when i was 13 but let's let someone else call anyway i just wanted to share that strange experience there's a lot of weird shit happening in utah man that's all i can tell you oh i i I bet yeah right on hey dudes you have a good night all right thanks you as well thanks stay weird brother see you man Man, the the fact that the craft changes shape is is that's weird. weird 
it almost it almost makes me wonder like in my head i'm trying to picture it as some like some sort of actual biological entity like a jellyfish or some shit yeah but like chris in the chat saying uh could be nanotech a form of nanotech and then you've uh oh what's that damn i don't i think it might be nanotech that black liquid that they're able to make into solid shapes i can't i don't remember what the hell it's called but it's disturbing looking watching it go from a liquid to a oh yeah did like you a, a, a solid state did you see the little the little lego guy they made no it's essentially t1000 they have him uh on the back side of what looks like a little jail cell there's bars he liquefies, moves through the bars, and then goes back into his little Lego man shape. That's exactly what we need. If I find, yeah, if I find the video, I'll send it to you. Just, just insert some terrible. AI AI into that, and we're definitely yeah, fucked. We're just set ourselves up. It's gonna be yeah, fine. That's a terrible idea. Absolutely terrible idea. Why does that? Why would? The, why would anybody think that's a good idea? Uh, yeah, but that's kind of part of the course that's why the humans from the future are trying to warn us and we're just not listening (laughs) yeah welcome to the night shift yo oh how are you doing guys good how are you Uh, i'm doing well your neighbor from missouri over here awesome oh i wanted hard to top those last two calls but wanted to tell you about some things Uh, my mom's house where she still lives um kind of another one with it i'm not sure if they're connected but it's kind of a, a hat man sort of deal and uh and a shadow person i guess too but um uh, my mom's house she lives in a like a real log cabin from like the 1880s um it was a small little thing 16 by 16 it was two stories and lots of additions but uh i was probably like i don't know eight, eight years old something like that we were coming back from uh, the town we live in. We were getting dinner, and I remember, you know, being a young kid, just trying to run up to the front door, and I uh, got halfway up our sidewalk, and just kind of something in my head told me to to look up. And uh, this on the second floor of of the house, which was at the time my sister's room, uh, I, I could just see this. I mean, it was a straight up shadow person. There, there was no doubt about it. And I mean, if you could imagine the Grim Reaper without a scythe, it, it was just standing there. It was a, a hooded, cloaked figure. And what was really crazy is because, like, there was a window in the front where I saw it, and another window behind it. And you could actually kind of see, like, the light from behind it, like, kind of illuminating, you know, the whole room overall. And it, I mean, it was opaque enough that you could kind of see through it, but it definitely. Uh, kind of messed with everything behind it. You could tell it was all kind of fuzzy looking, but like I said, it, you could tell the hood it's, itself, the hood and the, the ends of uh, like the arms, or you know, like on the rope. The ends were like all tattered and beat up and crazy looking. I mean, it, it, it didn't have a face, anything like that. It was just again, just a you know, shadowed, cloaked figure. And it, you could, you could tell it was kind of looking somewhere else. And like I said, the second I saw it, I mean, it must have only been a second, a second and a half at most. And this thing just turned its head just, just a, enough that I could tell like, oh shit, it's looking at me. And I just froze just dead in my tracks. And like I said, it was only about a second and a half. And this thing just kind of 
whisked off to to my left it's right but if you guys ever took like a picture of something moving really fast how you know streak in the picture that's what this thing did it literally just it didn't turn and run it just like streaked to the side without moving any part of its body whatsoever and it almost left like a like a trail behind it it, it was the craziest thing ever and like I said, I was seven or eight, something like that. And I slept with my light on for about two years after that. It scared the shit out of me. And there, there was a lot of other things that we experienced at the house. Um, mostly, you know, it sounded like people would be walking upstairs, like boots on a hardwood floor, or you'd hear, um, you know, there was one time where it sounded like somebody just body slammed another dude. I mean, just shook the whole house. And, you know, we, it was me and, uh, my babysitter at the time, we both ran up there just, you know, looking around, looking around, nothing, nothing was knocked over, nothing was moved out of place. Um, and years later, uh, I guess what kind of made my mom a little more believe some of this, cause she hadn't really ever experienced anything in the house. And again, real old ass house. And my room was at like the top of the stairs and there's no door, nothing. It was just boom, there it was. And, that connected to my my sister's room where I saw that figure and it was this real goofy sized door because they had to cut through the the logs to like you know make the doorway and the the handle was always was really super low to the ground and also you could tell the the locking mechanism for it which was had like a skeleton key for it it was upside down and we always just kind of joked at him like oh, what a bunch of idiots you know they put the thing upside down well, it was years later, we were watching a, uh, a show on the Winchester Mansion, and I don't know if you guys really looked into that or not, but uh, they talked about how, you know, she made doorways to nowhere and all kinds of stuff, and one of the things they used to do in, in the old days was they would turn the locks upside down to confuse the ghosts or something, because they thought that would work, but I remember just kind of going crazy and slapping my mom on the arm and, you know, pointing out, that's how the, the door is upstairs, and she was like, oh, yeah, you know, you're right. And so I don't know if other people had experienced things in that house or what. But um, so, yeah, that was a shadow man thing. And then I want to say it was probably a year or two after that. And, and I really don't know if these are related. And this is more of the, the hat man thing. And uh, I, I didn't even know that this I've, I had heard of hat man. But until I listened to your guys' show few weeks ago a month ago whatever that was um i didn't know that you could actually see in, in dreams I, I just didn't realize that was a thing and uh, we have some family property well out this little no-name town basically and it, it's a real old farmhouse out there you know 150 years old or something but all my family swore up and down that that you know that place was haunted one of my uncles would, wouldn't even sleep in there he just wouldn't do it and you know after seeing that thing in the window I really got into paranormal stuff and watching ghost shows and things like that so I kind of I really always wanted something to happen down there just nothing ever really did but one night uh, I was sleeping there and and uh, I've always been one to have very vivid dreams I mean as long as I can remember and uh, so in in my dream it was like I, I woke up and I thought hey I got to go to the bathroom and like, so there's this back room and then you would walk through like kind of a hallway, which is really where the front door was and stairs going, you know, upstairs. And then you would go into what was what we considered the living room. But, um, it was like, I opened that door and there was just this like kind of glowing 
person there. And all I can say is that they were kind of dressed in like almost like civil war soldier attire. Um, and, but he did have a cloak as well. And you could, and he, I remember he had like rubber galoshes, like big rubber rain boots kind of thing. And, uh, he was just standing there, had long wavy hair, eyes were almost sunken in and it had, I really can't remember if it was a top hat. I don't think it was. I kind of think it was more of one of those, uh, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they're, um, they're shorter, like kind of wide brimmed hat. If you ever seen like the, uh, some of the, I want to say they're like the mariachi bands where they have kind of those hats with the little tassels and crap hanging off, just kind of take the tassels off. But that's how it, it looked. And, you know, I, I just kind of, again, froze in my tracks. And I just remember all this thing did was kind of, it, it like opened its mouth and just made this groaning noise. And I, you know, I just freaked out and I turned and ran and it was like, you know, I went, ran back to that room and I, it was like, boom. And I snapped and I, I woke up again and I just remember thinking like, oh shit, that was a scary dream. You know, that was wild. And then I just realized I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, nope, 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 not happening. Ain't getting up, not doing it. And so I sat in that bed for probably another two or three hours until the sun finally started coming up and I could see something before I even thought about walking out of that place. But I said, I don't know if they're related or not, but listening to your guys' episode the other day, it really made me start thinking that I, you know, I wonder if they were related to some degree, but I just don't know. And ever since then, never, never saw nothing else in, in that house. I did uh, hear just random things at my mom's house, but, um, yeah, those are my two spookiest ghost stories. Did anybody else uh, see the entity at your mom's house in the log cabin? No. See, that was the thing. So, like I said, I was running up the sidewalk. I was They were still getting out of the car. They never saw it. They never actually saw anything in the house. I was the only one. Now, since then, they had heard, you know, footsteps or the knocks or the slams. My mom actually has a video of uh, – she um, just sitting on her couch and then there's a, an old cellar under the house. And she says every now and then it's, it's someone you can hear him knocking, just like knocking. She can't tell if it's on the floor or on the concrete walls down there or what, but you know, she has a couple of videos of that, but no, no one else ever saw anything. I, I was the only one. And I remember I asked my sister cause you know, she's lived in that room for 10 plus years and she said, Nope, never, never experienced anything. That's interesting interesting yeah i guess i was the lucky one there or unlucky one. <laughs> did uh whenever you saw it did did you f- like feel like it was malicious or was it just fear i i want to say i really did i mean like i said it didn't do anything it just kind of looked at me and like it was gone but yeah i just didn't i had this overwhelming sense of you know i would say evil you know i mean i was scared just a little kid but it was also it wasn't just like oh shit it's a ghost it was like i don't know, just got the feeling like oh shit that thing could i mean it could kill me if it wanted i don't know why i thought that but i said yeah definitely didn't have any good vibes coming out of it that's for sure it would definitely it would scare the shit out of me so, like i want to see those things but i don't want to see them in my house <laughs> no i yeah i get that 100 <laughs> percent where we live now my, my wife swears up and down she saw she saw the ghost of a little girl i i never never experienced anything in the house right now i'm kind of the same it's almost like yeah that'd be cool to see something again but yeah not not in my house so um, let's do that somewhere else yes exactly yeah I'll, I'll see just about anything as long as it's not in my fucking house 
right right so keep it out of there but yeah like i said that was like know, I, I slept with my light on for a couple of years I, I just couldn't get out of my head i actually for a few years after that too i had dreams of specifically that thing and it'd be it wouldn't always even be at my mom's house it'd be you know just other random places and i'd like you know i'd see it somewhere and i'd you know, think, oh shit, there it is. And I'd be trying to run away. And it was like every way I turned this thing would just pop up, whether it just like came out of the, the you know, the ground or the floor, just like kind of leached out of a wall or something. But yeah, for a few years after that, I had, you know, nightmares every now and then about it. Never, never saw it again. Never, never like got me in my dream or anything, but that's still scary nevertheless. Yeah. That's creepy. That's creepy. I agree. I agree. And it's, it's, it's curious about the, the door being all wonky too. Yeah. Like I said, that, that really got us. Cause like I said, up to that point, my parents hadn't really seen anything or heard anything, nothing like that. And I mean, the second I pointed that out, she was kind of like, you know, I think it, even if she had heard something, she probably just, you know, wrote it off. It was because we had cats and stuff. She thought probably then messing with something or whatever. But, you know, after she saw that, it was like, well, okay, well, somebody else, you know, experience enough stuff to put that upside down. Like I said, we always just thought they were a bunch of dummies and put it upside down. But, you know, after that, it was like, I, I don't think that's what it was, you know, especially that leading into the, basically the oldest part of the house. Cause right. it had several additions off of it, but the, the main level, which is the, the living room. And then my sister's room, that was the original log cabin. So bizarre. Yeah, I got some other stories too, but um, the one's a uh, uh, a Ouija board encounter. But uh, uh, I'll let someone else give their stories for the night. It was good talking to you guys. Likewise. Yeah, thank you for All sharing right. your story. Absolutely. Have a good night. You as well. Stay weird, bud. Absolutely. See you. Yeah, I, I, like try, I ain't he... trying to see shit in my house. No, I do like that he referred to it as essentially a reaper. Yeah. Without the side after the connections we made on that episode. Right. Yeah, I think I do. I think there's something to it. It's, I'm sure. It's I'm strange. Sure. It's strange. It is weird that it's essentially stuck with him for a long time. Yeah. And chalk another one up to people having that ominous feeling whenever they, they're presented with that that being. Well, this one's close to home. Hell yeah. Hello. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Oh, what is going on, brother Kyle? What's up, brother John? <laughs> I had a feel I had a feeling it was you. Yo. <laughs> hey, what's up, Steve? How hey, you doing, John? Oh, I'm doing good. Hey, just a little continuation of the uh paranormals, the new normal on Walnut Street. Okay. About a week ago, in the evening after dinner, about this time of night, I reckon, the wife washing dishes, and she looks in the window, because, you know, as a typical house, you got the lovely kitchen windows right in front of the sink. She looks up, she's got her headphones in, listening to a guy, uh, looks up, starts talking, because she sees me in the reflection of the window. Now, my lazy butt sitting in the recliner while she's doing dishes, I was nowhere possible of able to get up and run back to the chair just to spook her. She was completely freaked out. So John, was, uh, John's got a doppelganger now. 
oh, that's a scary thought. Yeah. Are we talking to the real John? Uh, yeah. Uh, the <laughs> doppelganger me with erotic is this. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. A couple nights later, like I take the dog out on the back porch. I have my cigarette. Back porch light shines, you know, from my back outwards. Uh, the, the wife, now she has been recovering from a knee surgery, so she's not going to hobble too far out past like the porch and that. But I get a big shadow behind me that blocked out the light from the porch. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe something going on. I hurry up, hopped up to see if, you know, it was an emergency for her to hobble out there. There's nothing there. Hmm. Oh, and it's not the. And the only, I don't want to say nefarious, but like darker things you've seen around that joint. No, 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 no. This is like the lightweight stuff. That's why I say it's not that bad. The, the new normal paranormal. Right. I kind of like, like this it. one. Because, so- you know, John's had the the three beings in his room. He's had, were you telling me about like a shadow entity that you saw in the yard too? Yes, that was the, uh, it was like four in the morning. I went to take the dog out, you know, and uh, it was just this big, like massive, I want to say like a wall of shadow that just completely shifted. And with it, I heard, I almost want to say like the flapping of wings. It's gross. Uh, how long? How long has this been going on, John? Uh, the first encounter would have been uh, 2020. That I really paid attention to. That you know made me open my eyes. I guess you could say here in this house. Hmm. Has it picked up since you went to a particular cemetery? You know, the wife and I were talking about that. And uh, I think he might have had a tag along, but I, I kind of shooshed it out, I hope. That's the first thing that popped into my mind when you started talking about big shadows. Oh, yeah. like I we were there, I mean, and it was the twilight of the afternoon, you know. The, it was still sunny, but starting to get a little extra shadowy, I guess, from the trees. But the whole time, you know, that whole, you get the spider tinglies the hairs on the back of your neck. I mean, mine were standing up the whole time. I know you guys said you were feeling kind of queasy and stuff. I didn't get that feeling, but boy, I tell you, the everything I did was kind of extra sensitive. It's while it's there. It's a weird. It's a weird spot. It's a weird spot. Right, right. I see. Uh, I want to. I keep telling myself it's all in you know that mind over matter stuff that my brain wants to play tricks with me when when it comes to that i thought the same thing when when me and kyle were there i thought the exact same thing i asked him i'm like am i in my head about this because i'm starting to feel weird he's like funny you mention it so am i (laughs) right the wife was just completely the i'm ready to go anytime i'm ready to go i mean i mean like it was her not her idea but like i said she had that little ghost box app on her phone and uh prior to that you know, we missed the turn to go into the cemetery, crossed that bridge, and her phone just started going off talking about death. Why are you here? Get out. 
Yep. And, you know, any good horror movie, you know, two dumbasses decide, no, no, let's go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was me and Kyle's go-to. We're like, hey, we're not doing anything the rest of the afternoon. Let's go to X. Yeah, All that's right. <laughs> literally what we did. And I think we grabbed some Twizzlers and some monsters, and away we went. Yeah, it's... Right. Uh, I, I was chock full of my caffeine, and, you know, like I said, we had gone to uh, a cemetery where her uh, sorry where her sister is buried and it did that 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 ghost box didn't chat off like it did when we got the cemetery act that's weird i mean it would do it would say a couple of things but you know nothing about death or you know get out nothing like that i mean it was more simplistic things that definitely makes me want to get a ghost box and go X. They, they oh, used, the story yeah. is that right past that bridge, there used to be an old log cabin where the patriarch of the family lost it and just unalived the rest of the family. They moved that cabin somewhere. I can't remember where they moved it to. I'll have to look it up. Well, hopefully they just moved it completely into the ground and burned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's facts. I, I, I had the information at one point when I was trying to figure out where X was. And in the area, it couldn't have been moved too far. No, that's what I figured too. Something about historical, like, I guess it was an old cabin, historical value and stuff. I think, I think it moved to one of the nearby towns. I don't know if it's still up or if they turned it into a historical site or whatever the hell it is. But I mean, the the ghost box was definitely correlating with the history of the land. Right. We might have to borrow some of the EMF detectors from work, Kyle. There you go. I'm just saying they're free. Use it at work. Well, they said if 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 whatever the fucks out there sets those bad boys off, I'm gonna be (laughs) I'm gonna be a little worried. I got a ghost box and I got a couple uh, EMF detectors. Just having shit. We'll make it. We'll make it work. We'll get in. We'll get into shit that we don't need to be into. It is. X is a weird place, man. That's the first thing that popped in my head when you said you were having shadow problems. I like, how long after? That. How long after X did this happen? Like I said, it started up before then, but like right after that, it did. It, like it, it hit a peak. Everything, and, everything uh, got kind of crazy after X. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the like the big shadow movement that was earlier this year. So I mean, that's been six months after the fact when the wife and I were there. Yeah. That is, that is weird, man. Like, especially with the shit that me and Kyle went through in the shadows and our kids in the shadows. And yeah. Right. Fucked up. Yeah. I mean, see you guys talking about it, about your kids. I decided to talk to my kid and I felt like, man, this was a big mistake. I, I kind of liked enjoying the fact that my child was still innocent of all this. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of semi glad that my son's giving it up just a hair. Right. Yeah. He doesn't pay. Now he's just into sports and shit. So <laughs> that, that's his life right now. Well, I mean, you know, they do say that the younger, the younger children are more attuned with this. So maybe it is the sports, the friends, is what starts to make us not pay attention to it. And then we become 
adults and we're completely fucked. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Facts. It's definitely possible. My 13 year old just sends me TikToks of UFOs and shit all the time. So he's already, he's, yeah, he's back in the in game. The deep end. He's, yeah, he's back he's, in the game. I got to try to talk him out of it sometimes. Like, hey, you know, don't, yeah. don't worry about that kind of stuff. Now my, now my three year old just wants to watch scary stuff. <laughs> That's all she, she just wants to watch aliens and shit. I'm like, that's great. Uh, they're never too bad. Come on. Yeah. No, I get a kick out of it. So doesn't everybody else. They're like, I can't believe she wants to watch this scary shit. I'm like, I know. I know. Just so. don't let her watch fire in the sky. You'll never be able to put anything in her. <laughs> yeah, there ain't no shit. Oh, I still have PTSD from fire in the sky. Right. I can't let anybody put anything near my eyes. My, my wife works at a, for an eye doctor and it's like, nah, I'm good. I, my eyes, I, I can see fuzzy and I'm good. I'm not going. I I have like like the the breakfast table scene where the syrup's running on him. Like I yeah. still I still can't like if I get syrup on my fingers, I start to feel fucking weird and I'm like <laughs> it's bad. I probably should go to right. therapy. Oh yeah, I was eating French toast sticks from from uh Jack and the Crack this morning, boy. I tell you what, some of that syrup dripped on my beard. I started freaking out a little bit. I'm the same way. I'm the <laughs> same fucking way. I have to like stop and like go to a gas station and like just get it off of me. Yep. It's hilarious. It's the worst. It's the absolute worst. Over, dump a water bottle all over my face, whatever it takes, you know. Yeah. I'll never recover from that film. Ever. That's awesome. There's- it just right lives rent free in my psyche. Just straight trauma. Yes, sir, it does. All right, boys. Well, I'm going to get off here and let the next guy get on or gal, whatever. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, brother. Good talking to you, John. Right on, guys. Take care. You Stay well. safe out there, my friend. Every day. Oh, I love it. I hate that movie. Well, yeah. I even have, I bought the T-shirt. Of course I'm trying to I'm trying to like make myself yeah, better. Another one already. Another one already. Welcome to the night shift. Yo. Is this the the hollow sky? Yes, sir. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I don't know where to start. Uh my name's Wallace. Uh I was stationed overseas in Baghdad. And uh, Saddam had made some torture chambers underneath where we lived. And uh, there was a few nights where you got full-body apparitions standing around. Really? Yeah. Like, I woke up one time, and it was enough for me to go wake up people because I thought there was a guy robbing us, robbing <laughs> my buddies. Uh, fucking uh, wall locker. Which what led to a fair amount of harassment from my fellow soldiers. But yeah, that's crazy. That's uh, that's crazy and awesome at the same time to hear that. Well, Saddam had had these Chinese engineers come in and build these torture chambers, and they were the first ones they ran through it. And you had to put on NBC gear just to go down there, and because uh, there's still blood and shit, you know, <sighs> biological mess matter still down there jesus yeah yeah rough rough place yeah 
want to say if any if any place had enough trauma to to hold energy there that's probably one of them oh yeah because we were living in a uh we kind of took a a jail over and made that our barracks and there was you know bullet holes in the walls and such in the general population area and stuff and that's where i saw the full body apparition was in the uh general population but uh yeah, it was a trippy place to live for, I don't know, about eight months. Now, Afghanistan, I didn't see anything too trippy other than a blue orb that could only be seen with regular, like, night vision. You couldn't see it. You could only see it with your eye. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. That, that one was what caught me off was you could only see it with the naked eye. Anytime you put night vision on, not going to work. Yeah, because you'd think it'd almost be backwards. Yeah, yeah, you would. Because but... uh, night vision you know, amplifies the ambient light that's there. Yeah, and this orb, it was just circling what looked like an old, like, guard guard shack, like an old Afghan army guard shack up on this ridge that had been pretty much blown to shit, but still had some walls, and you could you could tell what it was and this blue orb would kind of hang out there every so often. And that would be it. That's so weird that it just randomly shows up. Yeah. Yeah. About, I don't know. You could probably time it between 10 and midnight. You're out there looking, you might get to see it. (laughs) That is, that is strange. Oh yeah. Almost. Oh, well, I mean, the house I live in now, my grandfather died in the living room and he was a heavy machine operator. And occasionally at night, my kitchen will smell of tractor grease and diesel fuel. And then uh wake up next morning, smells gone. It's, <laughs> I do the same thing with my uh, grandfather's aftershave, my dad's dad. When I was little, I would, I would smell it all the time after he passed away. I mean, this has been years. Seems like when something's going on in the family, my house will uh, react to it. Nothing big. Smells. Little things. Only once or twice have things fallen or got thrown. Just, just letting you know he's still, still around, looking out. Yeah, still, still keeping tabs on us, making sure we're not fucking up too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Thank God somebody is watching out for us. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, man, it's cool calling. No, I appreciate you doing that. Yeah, thank you. It's yeah, I'm about caught up in all your episodes and awesome. Yeah. Well, you all take her easy. Thanks, you as well. Yeah, stay safe and stay weird, my friend. Yeah, wait. See ya. Man, the or- the orb almost, it almost feels residual that he can yeah. time it down yeah. to a time. Yeah, I absolutely agree. The f- yeah, because uh, the time, and then like I said, to my knowledge, I'm I'm sure there's more advanced NVGs out there, but to my knowledge, NVGs just amplify the light that's already there. So it's so weird. So the like fact you said, that it won't almost, even pick it up. Yeah, it's almost exactly the opposite of how you think it would be. Uh-huh. 
unless it's some form of energy that we're not we, we're not familiar with. Very possible, which so would weird. not surprise me. It's so weird, and that seeing seeing spirits and spiritual energy at at a site of massive amounts of trauma yeah. is is kind of part of the course, I think. Yeah. Especially if like what he said is legit and there's still biological or there was still biological matter down there. And even if it was just bloodstained walls and stuff like that's still imagine the atrocities that probably happened Mm. in those. They're called torture chambers for a reason. Yeah. I'm not, I I don't think that I'd know. I wouldn't really want to know to be honest with you because I just can't wrap my brain around being able to do that to people. Yeah. Especially for, Virtually no reason for the most part. Yeah. It's fucking... It's terrible. Uh, yeah. Humans are the worst, man. We are. We definitely are. We're literally coming from the future to try to warn us of ourselves. Yeah. That's not a good sign. It's not a good what sign. What if? What if... The f- we go out on an investigation, and the first entities we see are, are Steve us. and Kyle from the future. That'd be kind of cool. Saying, "Get the fuck out of here, you loser!" I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that mad. I wouldn't be that mad at all. I would be like, "This is part of the course. This makes the most sense to me right now." Because I mean, I am a time traveler. Technically, I have I have photo evidence of me traveling back in time. I've seen it with my own eyes. I have posted on Instagram. For those of you that don't know, I have traveled back to about 93 as me now, late 30s, Steve. Back to 93 when I should have only been like nine-year-old Steve. And I'm in the background of a photo of my mom holding somebody's baby. I don't know what fuck baby it is, but I'm also given the medal sign. That's true. Which I do on the regular. Yep. It's weird. My little sister found it and she goes, Hey, this is you in a picture you're not supposed to be in. I'm like, What? She's like, Yeah, that's isn't that you in the background? Isn't that you now in the background then? It hundred percent is. So time travel people who are creating time travel, let's get this show on the road. <laughs> Cause apparently I have to go back and I don't know what my purpose is. Hopefully you do something cool. Yeah, by give metal, just photo bomb people with metal signs. I hope, I hope, I hope that's legitimately the only thing that you did with time, the ability to time travel, is just go back to be in one picture and throw up the metal sign. And now we would never know because the the, the cycles already happened. Yeah, because I mean, since we since we have the picture, time travel is already created. We right. just got to get to that point. Yep. Because I've already went back in time. I just have to. Con- what if I have to continuously go back in time forever? We went back in time uh, so me and Kyle could so. do this show. Possible. Creeper's right. We have been told that we're we're soul brothers. And we do this forever. Yeah. That is what we were told. Weird. It is weird. Melts my brain a little bit. <laughs> El Camino is a time machine. I hope so. God, yes. That would make the most sense. Whoever whoever is in 
whatever government agency is in charge of time travel, please make that happen. What a, a hell Camino is the yeah. time machine. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I second that. Put the flux capacitor I in that. the bed of the hell Camino. Way cooler than a DeLorean. Yeah. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Now is then and then is now. Metal horns and mullets. Jeez. Time is a flat circle. We just keep living it over and over again. We just don't know. Dealing with the fucking wind. So there's that. Yeah. If I ever go back in time and I see you guys, give me a metal sign. What if? Uh oh. What if late 30s Steve went back in time to the early 90s to teach young Steve about the metal sign? And take young Steve a Limp Biscuit CD. So here you go, bud. You don't know what a CD player is yet, but you will. Save this. Here you go. Listen to this. Did I just unlock regress memories of meeting myself? Yeah. Listening to Limp Biscuit before the CD was ever written? I think you did. Mind fucking blown. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I've solved it. I love it. I've solved the mystery of time travel and the meaning of my life all in one live stream. This is facts. I'm I'm here to witness it. (laughs) I'm giving myself a headache. Lucky me. Hell yeah. But all right. It's getting late. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's time to Derailed. shut her down. We're going to wind it up here. We're going to wrap it up. So, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Check out check out the normal content creators we kick it with in here. Because just do that. Y'all work hard. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Amberlynn. See? People get it. People get it. Until next time, check us out on Mondays for our regular shows. Tuesdays, you can hear this show in the future, which, again, confirms more time travel. Right. And um, stay safe and stay weird. Kick it with all our friends in the chat. Until we meet again, remember that the greatest award you can get as a journalist is to be unalived by the CIA.